How do we revolutionize cancer care? What innovations can solve global food scarcity? Can the next big leap in drug development come from a place you might not expect? These are the questions that drive us on New Wave, a podcast where curiosity meets life-changing science. In Nova Scotia, a new wave of pioneers are answering these questions, from reimagining how we treat the most daunting diseases to tackling the challenges of feeding a growing planet. Their stories are as inspiring as they are impactful. I'm Taylor McGilvery. Join me as we dive into these extraordinary narratives. We're not just talking about scientific breakthroughs. We're exploring how these advancements touch lives, reshape communities, and pave the way for a brighter future. Subscribe to New Wave on your favorite platform. Be part of a journey that takes you to the heart of innovation and shows how, in Nova Scotia, we're not just asking questions, we're finding answers. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello, my loves. This week's guest is Ariel Ganja. So Ariel has been in the Nevada brothel system as a full-time sex worker since 2019 and has experienced firsthand the benefits of legal sex work. Jeremy and I spoke with Ariel about her work schedule, which is two weeks on and two weeks off, very similar to going out west here in Canada, and how the whole process works for both the clients and the women who work at the chicken ranch just a short drive away from Las Vegas. Did you know that sex work is only legal in certain counties of Nevada and that doesn't include Las Vegas, by the way? Anyway, you can follow Ariel on Instagram at arielganja underscore and on Twitter at arielganja. She can also be found on OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash arielganja and via her personal website, arielganja.com.
Well, uh, this is going to be a treat. Uh, we're sitting down with Ariel Ganja, uh, who is a courtesan. Is that how you pronounce it? Courtesan? I think so. I do yes. love I do love that word, courtesan. Uh, courtesan at the Chicken Ranch Bordello uh, down in Nevada. And uh, I, I think this is our first time speaking to someone who, uh, who does work straight up at a ranch. Um, and what's fascinating about this is that this is... Uh, uh, work that's taking place at a ranch in the U.S. where uh, prostitution is legal in the state of Nevada in certain places, from what I've come to understand. I don't know much about this, but uh, we're going to dive into it headfirst with Ariel. But before we do, Ariel, I'll, I'll hand the mic over to you. Um, please introduce yourself to our listeners. Give, a little, uh, give us a little bit of insight into who Ariel Ganja is and uh, the, the work that you do. Okay. Well, um, first, I just want to say thank you guys for having me on your show. Um, it's a pleasure to be on here. Um, <clears throat> I um, I'm sorry. Is this live? This isn't live. You can no, it's not. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. We can. It's not live. You take your. You take your. I'm sweet sorry. Old- I'm like. I-, I just like lost my. Personally, like, what am I? Who am I again? <laughs> personally, <laughs> it, that's a hard. It's a tough question. Who it's are you? Always, it's always Jeremy's first question, and every time we do this, every time we start a new episode, and you're like, "Allow yourself to introduce yeah, yourself." I'm like, "Well." Maybe you, we should do that part. Well, maybe yes. we should take you know bonus what? for maybe you're right about having that. something prepared. You maybe know. you're right about that, but but I do think there's something always very interesting about asking someone who, who are you? Yeah, who, who are, do you think you are? you are? And it's always it's always fascinating to hear the response. So uh, so I, I I stand by my my first question, which is who is Ariel Gonta? Who are you? <laughs> um, well, I'm a courtesan at the Chicken Ranch Brothel in corrupt um, nevada it is located just an hour outside of las vegas nevada where prostitution is legal there um a lot of people think that prostitution is legal in the entire state of nevada and it is not um it's only legal in um 10 of the 17 counties since the early 1970s mm. so it is not legal in las vegas which is in Clark County, and it is not legal in um, Reno, which is in Washoe County. Mm. Kind of a kind of a big point to make because uh, I think you know, for a lot of people, when it comes to like visiting the state of Nevada, uh, I would say Las Vegas probably is like the number one like hotspot for tourism. Tons of people heading down to Las Vegas, and uh, with the notion that I'm sure a lot of people or some people are aware that prostitution is legal in Nevada. Um, it's, it, it should be very well known that it's not technically (laughs) legal in all of the counties of Nevada, but it is kind of fascinating to me that it is legal in the state of Nevada. Uh, do you know if, if Nevada is the only state in the United States that has areas that uh, allows prostitution as like a legal job? Yes, in the United States, Nevada is the only state that has legal prostitution. And I, it's and it has to be in a brothel too. It can't just be in that county and out of your house or anything. Like you you have to work in a brothel. Um you have to pack pass a background check, get a sheriff's card, they run your fingerprints, you have to pass STD checks, you have yeah. to get business license. 
taxes and stuff like that. So. What is, what is a sheriff's card? Um, so a sheriff's card is just it's a card that has a picture of you and it says the name of the brothel that you work at and they have to keep it at the front office um up front in every office of all the girls that are working there um in order to get that we have to first pass the std test so when we go in the first day um we have a doctor that comes in at noon and they do a blood and vaginal swab std test on us and then we get the results back the next day. They send the results to the sheriff's office. And then they run our background, um, check, um, take our fingerprints. And then they print off the card right then. And then as soon as we get back to the house, we can work. Okay. May I ask, what kind of things on a background check would be, like, can you not have any criminal record? Or, like, like what kind of things are they wanting to... Yeah, I guess. Can you not have a criminal record to to work at a ranch? Um, so what they're looking for is to make sure that you don't have any warrants, any criminal warrants. They're looking for criminal activity. Okay. Um, as far as a traffic ticket, they don't really care too much about that, but they just want to make sure that you're not involved in any crimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's on day one. And you were, I think what we were reading in, in the notes is is that, most uh, girls who work there will come in for like two weeks stints at a time. So mm. you're not there full time. Like a, it's not like a, a nine to five situation. It's it's like two weeks on 24 hours a day from from what I was reading in your notes. Can you tell us a little bit more about like once you get cleared for from the criminal check and the STD check, what what? What does the next two weeks look like? So whenever we come back to the house, um, we're not allowed to leave, actually. So we live in the rooms that we work out of. Um, We have cooks that cook for us twice a day. They cook for us from 1130 to 1230 and 430 to 530. And we just we have lineups during the day randomly uh you never really know what's going to happen there's really no set schedule unless somebody calls and makes an appointment with you but at any time somebody can just walk in request a lineup or they might want um something that's called a barler or a tour um so what a lineup is is when a customer comes in they can request a lineup and the shift manager will ring a bell and set a timer We have three minutes to get to the lineup area. Once the timer goes off, we go out and we introduce ourselves one at a time. And so I would go out and say, hi, my name's Ariel. And then we all stand in a line and we're not allowed to talk back or say anything because it's considered dirty hustling to take the light off of another lady. So (laughs) if he says, oh, what's your name? Like, we can't talk. And the shift manager has to speak for us (laughs) and say, oh, she can't talk. Um, You know, so... And then at the end, he picks the lady that he would like to go with. The lady takes the client back to her room. And that's then when they negotiate about time and activity um, of what they want to do with their party. Wow. Interesting. I mean, it's like it um, like when I read that stuff, I I was kind of like uh, I, I, w- I was sort of like, oh, oh, my God, this is so that a it's so foreign to me. 
And then, but B, there's something also so familiar about what you just said, which is that like, it's, it's like, just like the movies. Like that was the, that was the thing that, that came to my mind. I was like, God, it's just like the movies, you know, like when you, when you picture like, you know, when you picture a brothel and the way that it works, that's the kind of thing that I've always the seen. The lineup movies. is classic. The lineup thing. Yeah. Um, which is so fascinating that that's, that's actually how it works. Cause I, I, I think I would have always assumed like, oh, that's just, that's just like Hollywood, uh, sort of depictions of like the, it's not it doesn't really work that way but it, but it does which is so fucking cool and interesting right one of the things that kind of popped up there for me that i'm kind of curious about is it's interesting like here in in canada there's a lot of folks that um especially oh god i don't know like when i was just graduating high school you know you had like there was like two things that everyone would decide to do. You would either go to university and study, and then, you know, hopefully that would transition into a well-paid job that you would hopefully pay off your student debt and, you know, whatever, like (laughs) white picket fence, get a family, yada, yada, whatever. But then the other option for a lot of folks, especially like for where we're from, the East Coast of Canada, um, a lot of folks would decide, okay, I'm actually going to go make a fuckload of money by going out to work in the oil fields or like go out to f- this place called Fort Mac in Alberta. Our, that's what our Fort Mac was specific to our generation, yes. but generations of East coast Canadians have been going out, out West, out west whether that be big money. Yeah. You know? Whether that be like working in the mines or whatever, but for our yeah. generation, it was Fort Mac, the oil fields. And for people who would, you know, I had a number of buddies that, decide to do this and and when they would do this they would go out to fort mac and they would they would live there for two weeks on end um and they would be in this like camp essentially and they'd work their fucking asses off for two weeks straight just like unbelievable amounts of work and then they'd have two weeks where they would just come back home oftentimes um so you know fly out for two weeks do their work fly home for two weeks and have like off time and there's something very similar to similar sounding to like the setup that, that you have going here with, with the ranch, um, the chicken ranch, um, where you go and you, you know, you live in this place for two weeks. Uh, and like, this is, you know, your whole life is just work for two weeks straight. Um, so my question out of all that long winded mumbo jumbo is this notion of like not being able to leave the ranch, uh, for two weeks. Was that something that was, that came into play after COVID or is that the way that it's always been where like you go there and you stay there for those two weeks? And if that's the case, what, why is it, why can you, why is it like a two week stint where you like can't leave the house? Why is it kind of like locked into that place for two weeks as opposed to, you know, going in for a couple of days, going out for a couple of days, come back in. Like what's the, what's the purpose of the scheduled two weeks? So, um, every brothel is different in different counties. Um, some brothels will let you go home. Those are in different counties. Night County is a lockdown county, which actually we just got that changed, um, in 2019 of December, right before COVID. But prior to that, like we could not leave at all, except for on Tuesdays to go, um, to town day, they give us a town day where we can go to Pahrump and we normally we'll go to the winery. We'll go, you know, have lunch together, stuff like that, um, just to get out of the house, to run some errands, go to Walmart, whatever. Um, we've always been able to do that. Um, or like if we had a um, 
to go to like a doctor's appointment if you're a local sure. girl because yeah. we have girls that fly in from all over the country we have girls that fly in from new york we have girls that fly from miami oklahoma texas everywhere so and then the ones that are closer we all drive instead right. of flying so because you can take a lot more stuff you need a lot of stuff when you're there for two weeks yeah and so like do you because when you're not there that's somebody else's room it's not like mm. you can leave yeah. your stuff behind okay uh no we're allowed two totes so um we i have like two ginormous totes that i have locked up one of my totes i have all my own pillows and bedding that i have to vacuum seal i can fit some of my clothes in there but because i have like eight pillows and I have to put them all in these bags. It kind of takes up all the space. And then my other toe, I have things like a humidifier because it's so dry in there. And you just wake up choking on air out here in Nevada. It's so dry. So, And yeah. I'm from a humid place. I'm from Missouri. And it's very humid there. So living out here, I feel like a fish out of water. So I need my humidifier. <laughs> and um, I have like a space heater which sounds weird, but it's even in the summertime, you might need it because the air, the air conditioning system is older. So sometimes it'll be too cold and you'll be freezing in the middle of the night. Oh, wow, so, yeah, right. um, yeah. And just all kinds of just other random stuff that I need room decor and stuff like that. Right. And then I have suitcases that I bring in, um, all that kind of stuff. But, um, like now if we want to leave, like, Say, for example, I had this happen one time, and this is during lockdown, so I was so frustrated, and it was like town day. I had one razor left, and he used my razor. <gasps> I was like, oh my God, I can't even go get a razor from town now. So like, if that happens now, I can you know, tell the madam, and she'll, she'll be like, okay, yeah, go, you can go do that, or you know, if you need an energy drink from across the street or something, okay, yeah, run and do that, just, you know let them know and make sure to get it approved first and do that. And so, so the whole point of this like two weeks sort of lockdown thing, it's, it's less it, it, like it's, it sounds like it's sort of part of the um, part of like the regulation or part of the deal that allowed like that. So where Nevada steps in as a state and says, if you're going to operate your business, um, then here are the stipulations that it needs to be operated under, like the sheriff's card and the, you know, the routine testing, like the things, those things make sense to me. Um, the two week sort of, uh, sort of like isolated lockdown period where you're like, you're at work for the two weeks. It, it that also seems like a little bit of a, uh, sort of a, an agreement between like the, the brothel itself and the state. Like, is that sort of how it like, no. or it's just strictly like, that's just how the brothel decides. To that's operate. how the, that's how the brothel runs it. Um, all brothels do, um, different, um contracts with their ladies um mm. they all require different things um so even though they did change the law and actually the the law that was removed in order for us to be able to leave is um <clears throat> after you get if you leave the house for 24 hours you would have to get retested so that's why they did all that um which now you don't have to so now that I'm local say like I, if I wanted to I could go because we were tested by talent testing who um test for all the porn stars and right. we have a lot of girls who do porn also so if they want to do um 
the porn panel testing, they can do that whenever they're at the brothel so they don't have to pay for it twice because mm. it's pretty expensive for the whole um, porn panel. I'm not yeah. sure how much it is. I don't do the porn side sure. of it. <laughs> The the but, other thing that I'm I'm really curious about is like the like the client and what happens with the client. And you kind of you walked us through the 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 notion of the lineup, which is so fascinating. Um, but the like the the negotiation part I I also find really interesting. Um, so you know I I know that like all the prices between client and courtesan are are negotiable. What do yeah. those negotiations sound like typically? You know you have a a client who enters. He didn't book ahead of time. Uh, he comes in or they come in and uh, they request a lineup. So, you know, bell goes off. You got three minutes. Everybody rushes to the. And, and when we say let, let's like really paint this picture. How many people are in the lineup? Like four, 12, 14, mm. 15? Um, it depends on how big the house is. Um, we have 14 rooms in the house. Uh, they're focusing on keeping it a larger house. So we have a lot more options. Um, but. We also use um, one of our bungalow rooms as kind of like an overflow room, or you know, where another lady can stay. So we can have fifteen girls in the house at a time. Okay, um, so or all at the lineup at a time. So the bell rings and girls flock. Fifteen from women. Fifteen women who could be doing anything from working out in full hair and makeup because you have yeah. to be ready to go in three minutes, <laughs> yeah. or eating dinner. Or, or maybe middle even of the sleeping. night, fucking sleeping. Yeah, it's like yeah. someone comes in at you know one a.m. Uh, yeah, I guess you got to like wake up and be there. Um, yeah. Um. So, well, there's there's a few things about that that on um the waking up in the middle of the night. So if you miss a lineup or a request or a barler, um, you get fined fifty. Or if you miss three of them, you get fined fifty dollars. But if you know you want to sleep or you don't want to wake up and you don't want to miss those lineups and get fined, you can request to be taken off the floor. Or if you're sick or you're not feeling well mm. or, you know, you're just overexhausted because you've been working yourself crazy, they'll allow you to take yourself off the floor if you choose to. Okay, okay. Turn Me On Podcast will be back after this short break. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. So, so client comes in, 15, 14, 15 women line up. And the client says, all right, I think Ariel is the woman that I want to make my dreams come true today. Um, and, and he, he chooses you or they choose you and, uh, you go off to your room. What, um, what does negotiation look like? Like, what is, how did the, how did the, how does the conversation work? Like if I was, if I was prepping myself to come down to the ranch, you know, later this year, what can I expect (laughs) when it comes to, uh, the negotiation talk between myself, the client and, um, you, the, the courtesan? Um, so everybody does um, their business differently. How I do it personally, um, if you were to pick me out of a lineup, um, I would say, hi, I'm Ariel. And I would come up and say, walk up to him and say, what's your name? And he would tell me his name. And I would shake his hand and say, come with me. And we would be, we would go down to my room. Um, and, you know, I just ask him have you ever been to the chicken ranch before have you ever been to a brothel before you know kind of what do you do just to kind of get to know him a little bit um before kind of jumping right into things because some people are really nervous and they want to talk for a minute totally um some people want to just how much is it what is it like you know where's your menu what's this you know some people are really like that and then some people want to talk more it just it's it's a business that is always changing because of our clientele, um, everybody's different and they all want different things. Yeah. And so how do you, how do you like line, you know, okay. So my first time I've never been to a brothel, right. And I'm, I'm definitely nervous for sure. There's no way that I'm like coming in there just like confident as shit, knowing what I want. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> even know where to start. You know, it's like, I feel like it's one of those things where, where you're at a restaurant and the menu just has a thousand fucking options and you're like, Christ. or it's in a different language. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. A restaurant with, way too many options and a different language. Yeah. And so, so I'm like, what the fuck do I even like, what do I even ask for? How do I know what to ask for? Um, yeah. Is there like, is there like a, a hard copy menu of like, here are all the list of the things that Ariel can and will do. And here's the hard nose. Or like, is that, is that all just through conversation between the two of us? Um, so everybody does it differently. I actually need to get my menu. I'm, bad at that that always gets <laughs> off me like where's your menu Ariel <laughs> I like to just um you know talk because our prices are higher and sometimes whenever they see the prices that we have on there they get scared <laughs> mm. so I don't want to scare them but sometimes they'll just pick up your menu and be like oh I want I want that price um but the prices are negotiated by time and activity um so there's all different kinds of parties that you can do. Um, sometimes people come in, they might just want a hand job party or a blow job party, half and half, you can do straight lay. Um, there's BDSM parties. You can do fetish parties, role play parties. Uh, some girls cater to couples, some girls cater to other girls. Mm. Um, and what for yourself, like you and your work, what are the options or like the parties that are a most common requested but then b what are the ones that are like the most profitable for you 
The ones that are most commonly requested are half and half for an hour. Um, What's half and half? Half and half is sex and oral. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it doesn't mean like half, half oral for half the time and half sex for half the time. It just means kind of both. A mix of both. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So then a straight lay would be, you know, just sex without oral. So typically in whenever I'm dealing with people in my prices, that includes both oral and sex. Um, I would imagine it would be hard to, well, maybe not, but I was just thinking like to have a hard line between like, okay, this will not include oral seems like at some point you might be like, God, I wish I could just do some oral here because that would really break things up for me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. seems like it would be, you'd have to pay me a lot more for a straight lay is what I'm saying than a half and half. Sure. Because right. it seems like a lot more work. Yeah, right. Is there, do you, like, do you have, um, uh, I'm assuming that this is like something that happens or maybe is common, but like, do you have clients that come in and they request one thing at the top, but then like, you know, halfway through the session they're they're like this is far more exciting than i was anticipating it to be um and like mid-session kind of requesting okay can we actually add a side of yeah, hand job <laughs> yeah yeah can we get some like <laughs> can we get some side dishes going here <laughs> yeah definitely um when you're in the party um you know if, if you're in the party and you negotiate something or say for example you're in the party and it's our party and after we book the party there's a timer set so when the timer goes off the time is up um so if the client wants to extend he's like oh i'm having so much fun i just want to stay or i want to stay all night stay all night you can stay all weekend you can stay as long as you want (laughs) so would that be if a client decided that they were going to stay all weekend are they committing to you for the weekend or they're like, I'm just not leaving this building. And <laughs> like, can they, can they do different parties? They can just like bounce around a little bit in there. Um, so typically how it works, um, it's, we, we don't have really rooms for the clients. So he would have to, I mean, if he wanted to do something like that, I'm sure he could go to the, um, to the bungalows we have bungalow area areas in the back that are um bigger nicer rooms they're private they have jacuzzi tubs and then they're really nice um and just he would have to negotiate with each girl separately and make different transactions each yeah. time that makes sense what is the uh what's the role of the the madam I, that, that's also that's also like a uh again like one of those things where it like my understanding of it is just like purely oh, from Western, yeah, old Western movies, <laughs> yeah, like just like the movies. Um, <laughs> and so, like you know, there is there a singular madam that sort of runs the whole house, and and what do they like? What does their role for the house, and how does their role interact with you and what you do? So, um, yes, we do have a madam. Um, she's also technically the general manager. Her name is Trudy. Um, she's awesome. She runs the entire house. Um, she interviews and hires the courtesans and the staff. Um, she maintains schedules for the courtesans tours. Um, she mentors and suggests how to better help our businesses. Um, she provides diverse lineups for clients. 
Mm. Um, she maintains the staff in the ranch. Um, you know, anytime there's a problem, everyone goes to her, you know, <laughs> so totally. yeah. she, yeah. she runs everything. She's the one. So at the end of the week, we, we have a, um, our pay period ends on Saturday. So then the next day on Sundays, we go into our office and we go over our receipts. So every time we book a party, they give us a receipt for our transaction. That way we can track our, um, you know, how much we're making and stuff like that. And then we go over that every Sunday in her office. <clears throat> and then that's when, you know, she would help mentor girls if they needed help or had any questions or anything like that. She's always available anytime. I was there most of the time. So. How long has Trudy been doing this? Um, she has been uh, working there. I think she's been there for six years now. Okay, yeah. cool. And so she must, she must, does she also work as a courtesan or does she make a cut kind of, of the house? No, she's um she's paid by the owner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she has her she has her she has her own salary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in terms of like in terms of the uh, like the books, you know, and like and making the money, um, how how does that work? Like, you know, obviously, I I feel like it's probably similar to like uh, tattoo parlors, right? Where like a tattoo artist is in there, they do their they're doing their work, they get paid by the hour from like the client. And then, but then like at the end of the week, they, you know, the, the tattoo shop takes a cut of what their sales were. Um, is that similar to, to how it works in a brothel? Like, do you, you make a certain amount and then, but then there's like a percentage that gets kicked back to the house. Yes. The house takes half of the entire booking. And then on top of that, they charge us daily room and board. Um, you know, and then we have to pay for our weekly STD test, which they can take all of that stuff out of our check, um, whenever we come in. So those, those can be like deductions that are on there, or if we want to drink or something like that, um, at the bar, they can take that out of our check too, or mm. we can bring in cash. Uh, cause we're not, we're not allowed to have cash in our rooms at all. Yeah. The first thing we have to do when we get there, we have to turn in our cash to them and they take it and they log it into our accounts, um, which is our petty cash. So if we have our petty cash and we want to get a drink from the bar, they just deduct it from that. Mm. And then um, whenever we leave, they give us back our cash. But Or if we want to order like to go something to go or Instacart or mm-hmm. anything like that, we can still, we still have access to our money, but we can't actually physically touch it. Like they'll put it in an envelope for us and give it to the mm-hmm. delivery person. Um, because that prevents the girls from stealing mm-hmm. from the house is how they're looking at it or stealing tips or anything like that, or even stealing from another <laughs> girl is if you can't have money in the first place. So mm-hmm. that kind of solves that problem. So they, would- that's why they do that. The first thing that came to mind when you said that was like, oh, it makes sense. Like, cause you could also have clients that would potentially yeah. mm-hmm. steal from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, I, I've caught clients actually going through my stuff before. <laughs> oh, wow. Like for a souvenir? Yeah. Kind of, this like, are they looking for cash or are they just looking for souvenirs? <laughs> souvenir. I actually had it. This was so crazy. I had this happen back to back. And like, literally, like my appointment one night. He, I caught him going through my stuff. And then the next day, my next appointment was going through my stuff. I was like, what is going on? But the guy before he said he didn't believe that we really stayed in the brothel. And he thought that all of the stuff in my room was a prop. 
And so I had like panties and stuff in there. So he thought it was just set up and that he could buy them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like he didn't understand. I told him that I stayed there, but he really didn't understand. He was kind of drunk. So some of our, some of the guys are a little tipsy when they come in because they get really, really nervous. Yeah. So they, yeah. Is alcohol served on the premises? Yes, it is. Okay. And are, what are like the policies with like drugs and alcohol? When I say that, I'm including like cannabis, which is is a is a drug i guess um but like can you have that can you in yeah consume that <laughs> no so that's i wish we could um no because it is not federally legal oh, God, and yeah, because yeah. of that you can't have cannabis and alcohol at the same time so they actually did um change the law to where you can have smoke bars now in nevada so technically if somebody wanted to they could open up a cannabis brothel but there would be no alcohol you can't have both you can't have them together no they're not going to get rid of the alcohol so i'm not even gonna ask i already know (laughs) yeah yeah that's a that's an interesting that is sounds like a very lucrative business model actually the weed brothel yeah Yeah. if if that thing if that opened up across the street would you be like (laughs) well i'm gonna go work there now or are you pretty loyal like do you feel pretty you've been at the chicken ranch for four years is that right uh, for three years. Three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm wondering like the, so I mean the 50, 50 split, um, that, that was, I was like, holy shit, that's a big, that's a big split. Um, but I, I suppose it, it, it kind of makes sense. Um, but in terms of like expenses over the span of the, you know, your time working there, um, one of the things that blew me away in, in prior to this conversation was going through, some of the information that was sent our way and the expenses at the ranch plus the expenses outside the ranch. Um, uh, there's a lot that goes into doing the job that you do in terms of like the investment that you need to make in order, in order to, to, you know, just to show up to work. Um, what are some of the, what are some of the, uh, the expenses that you have to consider when doing this work? Um, that you know maybe people wouldn't typically think of or or really uh understand uh that that like goes into it that that you you know is like kind of a big part uh well one thing is when you're working here at the brothel we are all independent contractors so we all have our own business licenses you can get an llc or you can just keep the independent contractor license if you want so with that being said you are responsible for all costs of everything in your business Mm -hmm. so anything from you know clothes your room decorations like pillows in your room condoms um because condoms are mandatory dental dams a lot of people don't know what dental dams are until they start working at a brothel Mm -hmm. i didn't know what a dental dam was until i started working at a brothel Mm -hmm. so um if you don't know what a dental dam is um it is a kind of like a plastic kind of square barrier that you hold over your vagina area. And that's what the client licks instead of directly oh, wow. onto the mm-hmm. vagina because um, we're not allowed to do a fluid exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything is with a condom on. So even if I'm giving somebody a blowjob, they have to wear a condom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um there's and photo shoots. Photo shoots are so expensive. You have to 
find a good photographer. Finally, I finally found a good photographer. And it's so hard to find a good photographer here in Vegas or somebody who's reliable. Um, you have to do hair, nails, yeah. you know, all your makeup, everything. Razors. <laughs> yeah, Razors, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, the list is quite extensive. You know, you've got the 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 blood work, the STD tests, the yes. the rent at the brothel itself. Um, uh, there's a quarterly uh, legal sex worker license that's included. Um, you know, monthly supplies that you would just need for you know living. Um, and then outside of the ranch, I mean, th- those are the expenses that I was like, oh right, fuck, that's like that's wild. You know, like your nails, your hair, uh, you know, lip filler, Botox, gym membership, uh, you know, tanning, photo shoots clothing, lingerie, uh, sex toys. I, I, my favorite is that there's a $4,000 annual, uh, for sex toys, which I was like, that's, that's a fuckload of sex toys. Uh, but sex toys aren't cheap. So that no, kind of makes not. sense. No, they're not. Yeah. So it actually kind of, that it might be a little bit more, I mean, sex <laughs> toys are like a hundred dollars a toy and then they don't last that long. So right. yeah. <laughs> or more a hundred, like at being, you know, like at a cheap point more than that really, you know, out of doing it for like the amount of time that you've been doing it, um, where do you stand with it right now? Like, do, is it because with the, you know, the like the sort of lockdown requirements for two weeks at a time with the the amount of expenses that go into um, ensuring that your business runs properly, um, it seems like a lot. Um, is it do you find it after, you know, this amount of years going through it? Do you find that the work is worth it? Is it is it something that you still like derive pleasure from? Definitely. I love working there. Um, if I did not, I would not still be working there <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, not only is it, you know, just about the money and stuff that I love, it's also, you know, I enjoy meeting new people. Um, the client a- aspect of it, you know, you get to meet some really new, cool people um, that become regulars and come back every time they come back to Vegas. Cause most of our regulars are, not local. We have a few that are local, but most people are tourists that come in. Mm. Um, and then also the girls at the house, um, we're all very close because we do spend half of our lives together. A lot of our schedules are the same, Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. So we all become very close. It sounds, uh, it sounds kind of like a fun living environment or just, I know we're kind Mm -hmm. of coming up to time here, but I'm wondering, especially with those lineups, you mentioned like uh, it would be considered like a dirty hustle if you were to talk over or uh, grab attention from another woman in lineup. Is there any, do you experience much, like how does, how does like any sort of competitiveness or cattiness or any of that, any drama like get tolerated and stuff there? Um, We really, we really don't have too much of problems like that with the girls. Um, we're all, you know, we, we all understand that we are all here to make money together. You know, your money is going to be your money. Her money is going to be her money. Um, you know, sometimes girls, you know, will be upset because it'll be a little slow or whatever, but we all stay in, you know, positive moods and typically don't dirty hustle. Um, everybody's really respectable there. Mm. Um, That's nice. 
It sounds like a kind of a nice work environment, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Brady, you've been your dream has been to be a madam for years. I used to, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, Jeremy and I both come from performance backgrounds, um, which it actually sounds so similar to a lot of the things that you're yeah. describing, right down from the energy investment mm-hmm. as well as like the financial investment to like being a contractor and running your own business, and mm-hmm. you know, like, you know hair and and makeup and clothing is like we perform live and those can be our business expenses Mm -hmm. as well um Mm -hmm. but yeah i i just i i think i just i like the idea of being living in a house with a bunch of people preferably all women because i just like that energy and Mm -hmm. uh i don't know it doesn't sound doesn't sound like Sounds like a pretty decent sounds workspace. Like be, yeah, it does. Sound, and like, I'm also really like highly fun. organized and fairly compassionate, so I feel like yeah. I could. I feel like I, I should. Maybe we should have Trudy on the on the show, and, yeah, totally, and I'll yeah. see if maybe she wants to take some time off. Yeah, and train me up in the ropes. Maybe she goes on mat leave or something. You need someone yeah. to fill in for a bit, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, well, Ariel, this is, uh, this has been really, really fascinating. And, um, one of the, one of the things that we were talking about before the show started was, uh, uh, the chicken ranch bordello was actually featured in an Orville Peck, um, music video. And I'm like yeah. a massive Orville Peck fan. I think he's just so fucking cute and like so delightful. Um, yeah. and so, so I, I highly suggest folks go check out that, um, mm. but this has been, this has been really fun to be able to, to get some insight into something that. Um, that we've never really had an opportunity to like really dive into over the over the six no. years of doing the show. So, no, never. Um, so thank you, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to to give us uh, a little bit of a rundown on what it means to work at a brothel and the ins and outs of it. Um, how can people find you if people are you know maybe curious about the work that you do if they want to um, you know find themselves in 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 Nevada. Uh, and want to come check out your work or, or I know that you also are doing like work on OnlyFans and stuff like that. So how can mm-hmm. people find you and, and sort of like stay up to date with what you're up to? So um, you can follow me on Twitter is at Ariel Ganja. It's A-R-I-E-L-G-A-N-J-A. My Instagram is at Ariel Ganja underscore. My OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Ariel Ganja. Um, you can email me if somebody is interested in talking about an appointment or anything. Um, my email is arielganja at chickenranchbrothel.com. And my website is arielganja.com. Wow. Sweet. That's great. <laughs> we'll, we'll put those links in our show notes yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Ariel. This yeah, has been really fun. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It was so much fun. (laughs) All right. There we have it, folks. Hope you enjoyed that conversation that we just had. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the podcast further, you can do that by leaving a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can simply rate the podcast on the Spotify mobile app. And uh, if you want to uh, support the podcast even further than that, which you can. Wow. You can You're go to so kind and thoughtful and so generous. Thoughtful, so generous. Go to patreon.com slash turn me on 
uh, to become a patron and help us uh, keep this podcast afloat. Well, if you want to reach out to us, turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com is always open for all of your messages. That's the best way to get in touch if you have a question for us, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you have a recommendation for a guest on the show, or if you just want to send us a little love note, uh, email money transfer, uh, all of that. Sex toy. <laughs> you know, we're, we're our email inbox is open to you. That is it for this week. Until next week. Why don't you go touch yourself? Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.